This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. All right, put your phones to vibrate, your earbuds in, and uh, PJ put down the burrito. It's time for Pit Pass. I'm Tony Wink. In the studio with me is PJ Dorn, Scott and Leanne. Uh, excuse me, Jack and Leanne De Leon are uh, producing. Scott and Roman are gone today. And uh, big thanks to Tommy Boy Harrison and Chris Bishop for contributing. Pit Pass Radio is now a division of the Front Porch Media Group. Heard around the world on the interweb and right here in Des Moines, Iowa from the iHeart Studio. Uh, 1460 KXNO, the national, the Grand National Cross Country or GNCC series fires back up this weekend after the summer break at a new round in New York. Round 10 of 13 is the Parts Unlimited Black Sky in Harpersville, New York. Hopefully they don't have black skies. Uh, Caleb Russell has a dominating lead in the XC1 class, while the XC2 class is a little bit closer. Ben Kelly has only a 12-point lead, although that's not too bad. He still has to keep Josh Toth behind him uh, for the rest of the season. Toth, excuse me, Toth has a four race, uh, won four races, and would be leading the the XC2, I believe, if he hadn't finished 23rd at the Maxis General, which was round three this spring in Georgia. So that's that's going to be interesting to see how the rest of that, the balance of that series takes place. This weekend, this past weekend, the MotoGP series was racing in Misano, Italy. PJ, what happened? Well, other than I didn't get to watch it live, and I'm still rather chapped about it. Thank you, DirecTV and Mediacom. What happened? <clears throat> what happened is uh, apparently BN is uh, unable to get a deal worked out with a number of satellite TV providers as well as cable companies. Um, so I'm looking into a thing called Sling, apparently, is what I got to do. It's like Sling Blade? Yeah, well, except it throws your, uh, apparently throws your, via the internet, throws your TV programming to your phone, Some your people call it a Kaiser Blade, I call it a Sling Blade. Yes, all right, here we go. You got any French fries? You got any biscuits in there? Mm. <laughs> I like French fries. You got any mustard for that biscuit? Mm. But nonetheless, at Misano, good race. Dovizioso pulled away from Marquez to take it with Crutchlow in third. A bit of a surprise was uh, how far back Jorge Lorenzo drifted. He is just hit or miss lately. He's either on it or he's not. And uh, more importantly, Moto America was over in NJMP for the penultimate round of the season. One to go now at Barber, which I'll be at. Race one in Superbike, Heron Heron pulled it out. Skoltz over... uh, Cam Bobier, race two. Bobier was right back on top in dominating fashion over Roger Lee Hayden, who's, again, reminding everyone he's nearing the end of his career, retiring after the Barber race. Can't wait to see that. And Tony Elias was in third in race two. Super Sport, race one, battle between uh, the two guys at the top of the points, Hayden Gillum, J.D. Beach, uh, in that order with uh, Richie Escalani coming in third, race two. J.D. got the better of Gillum. They're back and forth again with uh, Mazioto finishing out the podium. And to that end, we get to talk to the man who I think we can now call champ, right? Yeah, he's coming up in just a second. But uh, before we get to that, I got to ask you about Romano Finati, the, uh, the, the, the Moto2 racer. Apparently, his his rival uh, had ran him into the – Stefano Manzi had, had ran him into the gravel 
previous in the race. I only saw the highlight clip, but Fanati reaches over and grabs the dude's front brake, going down a fast straightaway. And I'm telling you, I, I that'll get your attention. That'll get your attention. Not only will it get your attention, but he's uh, the latest is that he's not only been sacked, but he's lost his race racing license today. Oh. He'll be out of Moto Two action for a couple of years, perhaps permanently. And uh, I guess uh, the FIM doesn't take lightly. To no, there he's going to have to go talk to him. Uh, yeah, in uh, motor and back in the AMA Pro days, I saw a guy do this at uh, at a racetrack. He in the when they were racing the Harleys, the sport the or actually the XR, the Harley XR class, uh, the big twelve hundred Sportster deals. Guy grabbed the tail going down the home straight. Might have been was it Eslick? Who was? Yeah, yeah it might have. Who been. was that? We've talked to him yeah, right after that. Yeah, I can't remember who that was. The tail but... to give himself a little leg up on the guy, which was harmless. Hang in that on, class. that's a little different than grabbing. You oh, know, it's totally. Let different. Let me tell you a little but trick. He got in a lot of trouble for that. Here's he... a little trick I used to do when racing. Uh, when you're going down really long start straights, the guy next to you as he's coming at you, he's creeping up on you. You just reach your right foot over and you stomp on his on his shifter. He will go backwards. He will definitely go backwards. And since it's amateur, and maybe grenade his motor if you're lucky. Nah, it's just. <laughs> and since it was amateur motocross, nobody cared but me and that guy. So it was fine. We just dealt with it after the race. <laughs> Sometimes before the, the race, is over, the race yeah. probably right in the middle of the race. Okay, let's get to our guests. We've got uh, uh, Briar Bauman's going to be on Jay Newton, uh, Garrett Ward, Lane Michael, and JD Beach who. You alluded that he, we can call him champ. Is it done? I think there's only 50 points. If my understanding of the point structure is right, 25 per race with two events le- or two races left at the Barber finale, season finale, means 50 points. He's got a 98-point lead. <laughs> J.D. Beach, welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on? Congratulations. Thank you. How's how's this uh, how's this championship feel compared to other ones? You've had a pretty good battle this season. I mean, I don't think the points, uh, the the pretty good spread you've got right now, really tells the tale. I mean, you've you've had some battles this year. Yeah, no, it, it definitely it, it feels really good. And uh, the last one I got in two thousand. Fifteen. I mean, I mean that one felt good too. But that, that it, it was the first year of Moto America, and everybody was kind of trying to find, trying to find their way and stuff. But so this year felt really good. It, it, it's been a lot of work the last couple of years to try and get to try and get this back and. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels really good. Okay, so now that the pressure's off for the Super Sport title, uh, you go into Barber, and you, you just ride wheelies, or, or do you do you go in there winter to Bennett mode, or, or what do you do? <laughs> I, I actually, I, I just gotten off the phone uh, with somebody, and they asked me the same thing. And, and uh, really, I mean, even though the... the Title is done. I mean, I, I, I still want. I still want to win more races, and uh, I, I'm gonna go into the weekend with, with, with the same thought as I, 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 I have all season. And uh, but I mean, if I do make make a mistake or something, it it, it won't be as big of a deal. 
Well, J.D., you've had a spectacular season. Again, you've really had to, some of the races. You've had everybody's number in quite a few of them, not to say you haven't, but in a few races, they've been real nip and tuck. Congratulations on a great season. So, um, I know you've, you know, there's a, a number of things that seem to already be unfolding in our, what we call the silly season, our off season. Man, you are, you've proven you are the guy to be on a fast bike and you're a professional racer. Like you said, you're going out to win it. Have you had, are there any talks that you can bring up about what your next season's going to look like? Because certainly you're, you know, you're everybody's pick to move up to something bigger and better, but is there something out there? I I wish I knew more. Uh, I mean, there, there's de- there's definitely talks and trying to sort some stuff out, but uh, it's still a long a long ways away. And um, I I kind of had hoped that uh, by now I would know know kind of a idea of what I'm go- what I'm gonna be doing, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I still don't know, but I, I mean, I, I do know I'm, uh, I'm going to keep working hard until the end of the year and, and, may, and maybe after Barber, some, uh, some, some wild card rides might come up and I, I want to make sure i'm ready for that too well jd i'm sure you will be ready uh we know this season as in seasons past you've been able to go out pull uh pull the trigger on a couple flat trackers when the opportunity presented itself oh yeah any any more of that coming i mean with the pressure off i'd think uh gosh i bet you're a guy who gets a call from somebody like colin edwards to be a guest instructor or something at the boot camp who's colin edwards Who's calling the tornado? Is it the guy that used to race and now he just <laughs> kind of hangs out in Texas or something? Yeah, shooting big guns. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 honestly, I, I, I'd love to do some more, uh, some more races, but uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of waiting to see what I'm going to be doing for next year because since I, I don't really have a job yet, I, I don't want to go out out to. Uh, dirt track race and get hurt or something or, or take yourself uh, out of the field that's uh, look at the yeah. look how smart jd is he's got a lot more brain here's power what, than you and here's i what do. i want to know are you sick of 600 yet and are you ready to be on a super bike in moto america or would you rather be in europe or, or something like that you know i mean uh I've, I've been riding these things for a long time and uh i i definitely want to move up or try to go to europe or be on a 1,000 here at home, but uh, honestly, at the end of the day, it, it could be a lot worse. I could not be racing, so so I mean, I I, I do want I do want to get off this thing, but but I mean, it's uh, it's not too bad. No, it is not bad to be on the essentially the Yamaha factory team and and dominant at it, JD. Uh, I mean, you're, again, your professionalism shows through every time you're on the bike. Your preparation is spectacular. Um, have you been to Europe? I mean, it, 
is that something you, I mean, I'm sure any racer would consider a good opportunity, good ride. You don't want to go over just to be there. You want to be on a competitive bike, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I've raced there uh, in 2007 and 2008, and um, I enjoyed it a lot. And, I mean, I, I would definitely do it again if it was, uh, it, it, just ha- it, it would have to be the right deal just because over there it's so... I mean, it's cut. It's cutthroat and hard, and and if 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 I'm gonna do it, I I, I want to do it the right way and and ha- and have a fair chance because they already don't really uh, enjoy us being there too much. So so I want to be a able to go to go over and show what i got they don't enjoy us being there unfortunately i know exactly <laughs> what you mean that's it is unfortunate but i get that feeling about everywhere I yeah know, well yeah exactly <laughs> especially <laughs> especially at home yeah oh, that's where deal. you really know that you're not wanted your uh your, your pal hayden gillum kept you honest all season can you talk about that that situation between you two as friends and on-track rivals does it does that uh, rivalry on track stay on the track, or do you guys carry it over to your training together and that kind of thing? No, I mean, I I, I really think it it stays uh, it stays at the track. Uh, I, I don't think it always stays on the track. I mean, I, I know uh, when 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 we've gotten done with some races and stuff, we we're a, a little bit mad, but no, when 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 whenever we we get home then then me and that's done we 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 actually went and played golf today and uh and had some fun and and i i think that that that's what's great about us is being we know we're there to do a job at the races but when we come home i mean it's it's just home and uh it's back to normal yeah speaking of training you're known as as one of the hardest training riders in the moto america paddock and uh i gotta believe after the the final round of barber you're gonna relax i hope and maybe eat a few cheeseburgers lay around on the couch watch tv for at least a few days and if you need any pointers on how to do any of that it's really your Tony's strength. I'm the J.D. Beach of, rea- of relaxation and cheeseburgers. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> he can definitely get you pointed. He can definitely get you pointed at the sharp end of the fork. Yeah, I mean, uh, after this last weekend, I uh, drove straight home, uh, slept for about two hours uh, Monday, got, uh, got up and did a little uh, workout, and then... Uh, my day I uh, worked out, rode my bicycle, and now I'm actually waiting to get on the tractor uh, to work to work my track for tomorrow. Uh, and then probably after Barber, uh, I won't. I'll, I'll probably wait until after like MotoGP and World Superbike is done. Uh, Beat before i'm done just in case i get a chance to go there that would be spectacular hopefully uh 
We never want to wish anybody getting hurt, but that's uh, towards the end of the season. That seems like how those some of those rides open up. Somebody falls or uh, takes himself out of the game. Uh, I'm sure with the pressure off now uh, for the title, it's probably good for both you and Hayden. I mean, I know he never wants to concede. No racer does. But once you've conceded, hey, it's, I'm sure, made life a little easier for both of you uh, as far as the competition goes. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, uh, because I got it done now, and and and, and he has uh, the second place uh, locked down, and and uh, I I don't he's pretty relaxed and calm uh, before this, so I, I don't think it's really going to change too much. Yeah, and he's another guy who likes to go flat track. And you guys, what kind of track are you working in? Is it a flat track, or you got a moto track you're training on? No, so uh, we, so we, so we've got both. And I, I'm actually uh, down uh, wor- working on. It's not a motocross. It, it's basically a motocross track with out with out jumps. We call that a corner track. Yeah, corner track. Corner yeah. tracks are a blast, yeah. man. You can just rail them things and. If there's a rut, you can follow the rut, but the best is when it's kind of chewed up and got a nice, nice mulch all the way around or whatever, you know, loam, and you just keep the thing pinned and then feed on the pegs. That's You know what we have here, J.D.? We have in the fall or early winter, we have bean field races. And basically, we just, I mean, it's just like there's nothing better than a bean field that's untouched. And if there's... Just been harvested. Oh, man, it's so good. And, and I, J.D. Beach would be trouble on yeah he would, he would kill you yeah oh for sure <laughs> <laughs> if he was on a 125 and i was on a 450 he but would you probably guys, kill you guys me. just put up two end markers and then it's fast around the two of them any line you yeah, want yeah pretty much we uh, what i like to do is mow it with a skid loader mower or whatever you know and then you just you just there's like three classes fast slow and then minis and you uh bungee cord start or flag i love cheating at both of those and uh it's a good time. So, <laughs> if, if only you were closer, JD, I'd invite you to beat me because I'm I've been undefeated for the last three years. Oh right? man, old fat guy smokes them. <laughs> it's called traction, bud. It's you got <laughs> traction. Put yes. a lot of weight transfer on that rear tire. The poor kid that leaned on me in turn two, uh, <laughs> just just finally still healed. getting out of the woods. No, nah, his ACL didn't, oh. didn't, didn't, didn't fare as well. JD, we're out of time. Who do you want to thank, buddy? Yeah, I mean, I. I I've got to thank my uh, whole team, the Yamaha Extended Service Monster Energy uh, Grave Bike. I mean, they're 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 a great team, and they they've uh, put they've put up with me for a few years now, and it, it it's been fun, and uh, just looking forward to Barber. Awesome! Congrats, dude! Good job! Can't wait well, to see you, it, Barber JD. I'll come find you in the pits. Awesome. I'll be there. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Lane Michael is in fifth place overall in the Kendall Full Gas Sprint Enduro Series. And uh, he's also an XC1 class racer. He'll join us next. This is Pit Pass. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. 
The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 